Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin and I, Alyssa Smith, bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, it's always a pleasure to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Toulouse, and I have today off, which is... Just no, an absolute, you don't. Yeah, absolute rare occurrence. We have no night races tonight, so I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. Maybe I'll clean the house. Sam, it's a day off. <laughs> you never get a day off. Please tell me I have something more exciting to do than that. Maybe I'll just binge watch maths. <laughs> Sam, again. <laughs> hey, well done to you. I'm very happy for you that you got the day off. But yes, as we know, uh, the night races have been scratched for tonight. Yeah, no, they just weren't scheduled for yep. uh, this week, which was fine. But obviously we have uh, races at Doombin tomorrow and then we are back at the Sunshine Coast uh, on Sunday. So there will be no rest for the wicked. But it's been, a uh, well, I would say busy enough um, week for me. It hasn't been mad hectic, but um, I had uh, track work and trials on Tuesday, trials up at Caloundra. They had a massive amount of nominations up there. They had 146 nominations for the trials, wow. which is Almost unheard of, so they had to limit their numbers, um, obviously, to accommodate the track. Um, I think they can sort of only hold 120 max entries up there. So that was a long morning for everyone involved. Uh, We had races at Eagle Farm on Wednesday and races at Gatton yesterday. So just a quiet week. Yeah, you know, cash, quiet (laughs) week, yeah, that's it. I love it, I love it, I love it. And what are you most looking forward to this weekend? I've got some really nice rides ahead of um, the races tomorrow. Um, so, I mean, any one of them could win would be good. I was a bit of a bridesmaid all of last week. I had a second yes. here and a second there and a second and third on Saturday. So I just need to get a couple more over the line. I need to give myself a little pep talk. When you talk about the bridesmaid, you're talking about Mashani Crown. Yes, Mashani Crown. Um, she ran a super race for second on the weekend. She just got run down in the shadows of the post by the favourite Um I rode the Cullinan, who who ran a really nice race for third in the last race of the day, paying rather large odds. So credit to anyone who got on him. I think he paid about $6 a place. Um, Millerense ran a really super second on uh, Friday night after putting on a bit of a performance pre-race. She was being quite cranky, but luckily I know her, and she sort of half tossed me off walking out onto the track, but she didn't escape from either myself or um, Brian Wakefield, who trains her, so I was managed just to get back on and, and she raced really well. So, yes, this week we need more winners. We need more winners. <laughs> and we will be watching Sev, so no pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, every week we speak to a very special guest. And today we are speaking to an apprentice jockey. Yes, looking forward to talking to Manu Potgarter. Pot, no, Manu's going to tell us how to say his last name probably <laughs> in just a minute because I'm not going to do it justice. But Manu is an absolutely lovely young man and I say that and he's you know he's got a, a young family and um he wrote a winner for his boss last week and so anyone who is watching hopefully we can um you know give everyone a little bit more of a background onto Manu and, and how he's got to where he is now. Beautiful let's bring him in Manu Potgaida. Manu thanks for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam and I. Oh, thank you for having me. And where do we see you on this lovely Friday morning? No doubt being an apprentice, um, your boss, Brian. I know Brian doesn't start working his horses until gentleman's hours because I see him usually strolling in his car at about 6 o'clock. But uh, you normally get to the track a little bit earlier from what I've seen and do a little bit of outside riding, which 
is obviously very helpful for you. It means you can get contacts with other trainers and things like that. So no doubt you would have been at the track this morning. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm doing my track work um, starting at 4 o'clock and then going over to um, BJ's at 6. Um, it's nice that he starts a bit later, so it gives me a bit of a more chance. <laughs> and how does that go? What time does your alarm go off, Manu? My alarm goes off at 2.30 in the mornings, so I get up and have a bit of a stretch, get, get something into me and then um, drive off to work. Yeah, so tell me about, you say you have a, a bit of a stretch in the morning because um, anyone who's been riding horses for a while knows that it can be very taxing on your body. And you especially, I know you had a fairly nasty injury um, that's kept you off the scene for a while. Tell us a little bit about the injury that you had to your ankle, I believe. Yes, um, um, about um, 18 months ago, I've had um, fractured my ankle and dislocated it and um, done a fair bit of damage to the ligaments to it. And then just as I came back, I uh, had another fall where I fractured my back and do some damage to my neck. So um, I've only, only really um, recently started to make a comeback um, properly and it's good to be back. Yeah, I'm sh- it's good to have you back. But I was actually um, up at Rockhampton the day you had that nasty fall where you hurt your back and, and things like that. And it's amazing what you put your body through. Are there any times you get up in the morning and you think, maybe I need to find another profession? Because I know that your um, your introduction into horses hasn't always been racing. From what I gather, you had a, an equestrian background before you got into racing. Yeah, I used to do um, show jumping and dressage before and yeah, then more more into the training part of things before riding. Where did you do that, Manu? And how did you get into um, it? That, uh, the, I used to do show jumping in South Africa and um, basically just um, in school I started off where I used to have my own equestrian yard and then I've... Um, started working for a trainer, Jeff Woodruff, um, while I was still in school doing track work for him. And off to the South African Jockey Academy. And, yeah, my weight didn't play with me, so I decided to go the um, training route and uh, where I was assistant trainer for for Woodruff and a few other trainers at the time. So it just made, made my way over here. That's um, it's very interesting. Do you reckon... That um, having that knowledge, like you said, going a training route, it's almost like a bit of a backwards way of doing it in terms of how you see most trainers or you know jockeys who are now trainers. So you got Chris Munts of um, of the world here, racing world. He obviously started as a rider and then he was training. But you've obviously had a little bit of a taste for doing it the reverse way. Do you reckon that has given you um, extra information or a little bit more of an advantage when it comes to? you know, now that you're back riding um, and, you know, a feel for a horse and, you know, working with BJ, your boss, and, and how he places the horses? It definitely helps me a little bit more in that that um, that way of things. Um, especially I've done a lot of work with um, riding horses and with the vets as well to, to understand how they're moving. And I think it just gives me that little bit of a heads up and also understanding how these trainers are actually working to get their horses to the races. And what was the decision in coming to Queensland? Um, it was done in Melbourne. Um, it was a thing where they, you had to wait like six months before they do your interview and they only took a certain amount of um, apprentices in. 
So um, some of my friends down in Melbourne um, motivated me to come up to Queensland and um, have a try, yeah, because they were recognising some of my training back in South Africa already. So it was just a quicker start for me and a safer way with my family. Yeah, of course. So tell me a little bit about your family. You're one of the few apprentices here that has a lovely young family and um, I've seen them at the races a few times and they're all so gorgeous. But how do you manage juggling your riding career as well as your family life? Well, family always comes first, but um, Anka has always been um, very supportive, supportive of my career and helping me to boost it. She works full-time as well, um, but luckily she... Um, works from home most of the time. So it does give, give me a little bit of freedom um, around the kids. So we just juggle them through um, the two of us. And what's the ultimate goal for you, Manu? Our ultimate goal would really be to outride my metro claim at this stage and um, go from there on. Yeah, well, that's, it's nice to have these goals and it's good to see you back in action, especially riding the winner for your boss on Saturday. Sabalanka, have I said that right? Yes, yeah, Sabalanka. Sabalanka. So tell me a little bit about the horses. Obviously a horse you know well enough, um, being obviously trained by your boss. And I thought it was a really good, tough effort on Saturday because he had to dig, well, you and him had to dig pretty deep to get over the line. Thanks, Sam. Um, yeah, Sabalanka, she's... She gets probably all the attention in the yard. Um, she's just—it's a bit um, hard to keep her at the races, and um, you have to work very nicely with her. And so I ride every day just to um, see how her progress is going. And yeah, um, PJ is always giving me these chances, which is really good for his support. What is it about Sabalenka compared to the other horses you ride that makes her stand out from the others? I think she's a bit misunderstood, um, and we just have a good click with like each other. Like most of us women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit of a weirdo, but um, yeah, we understand each other. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a weirdo to know a weirdo. Is that right? <laughs> uh, I suppose that's right. <laughs> I always sometimes say that about when um, it's like a trainer says to me, oh, you know, she's a bit of a a handful that's filly and I said well sometimes it takes a woman to understand a woman you know so yeah. it either work well and we gel or we don't when we butt heads but going back to you know you said you obviously did your jockey apprenticeship in an academy in South Africa which is something we um, have heard about uh, Mark Duplessis who obviously rides here he was sort of same sort of thing with him you know they come through an academy which we don't really have as such here not that I'm aware of anyway in Queensland we definitely don't in New Zealand you have an apprentice school but it's Different from what I understand where, you know, you, you're kept sort of more, um, I don't want to say on course, it's not really the word I'm looking for, but, you know, kept there like a proper school where you live in and, and do your work like that. Is that how, sort of how it is? Yeah. Um, and also, you it wouldn't really work um, when you've got a family over there to do it because, um, because you're going to go to this, it's like a boarding school. You're indentured to the academy. You're not indentured to any trainers. So they go out to the tracks with you, and um, there's a like a basically a riding master every morning at each track that goes out with you with a little bus, which um, gives you um, tips over your rides as you go. So it's a lot of support. Um, I didn't spend my full time there, so um, but the time I've been there, I've learned a lot. Yeah, I could imagine it would. It's I think, and especially as you had come from 
an equestrian background before that, it certainly helps. I know myself, having ridden ponies and things like that growing up, I feel like making that adjustment from the change in riding style from, say, your equestrian show jumping, dressage, et cetera, to learning a completely different way of riding um, and, you know, into riding short like we do when we're riding race day. There's certainly, I think, points you can take from from each that help, especially with your core strength and leg strength and things like that. Yes, but especially the feel of, um, I think the feel of the horse's mouth, um, it's like you're not just pulling on the horse, you need to feel it and communicate through your hands and feet. And looking which at, is a big part I've learned from the question in the past. Looking ahead to this weekend, Manu, uh, where can we see your racing? I will be um, be going to um, Eagle Farm this weekend and um, i got a couple of rides there and Hopefully they all get in and they'll go well for me. We'll be keeping our eyes out for you, but I want to say congratulations on your comeback after the few injuries you've had. I've seen you struggle through your little bit of time off, um, and obviously it's always good to see your smiling face back at the track. So all the very best for the weekend, and for anyone listening, make sure you keep your eye out for Manu's name. And Manu, just quickly, how do you pronounce your last name correctly? Potkita. <laughs> we'll still get I that got wrong. That right. <laughs> Manu, thank you so much for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop. Uh, thank you very much. Thank much you. appreciate Manu Potgato there. Uh, hope I got that right. Um, <laughs> I will keep trying my hardest, that is for sure. Uh, what a fabulous young man that is. He um, is. Great. We'll look forward to watching him on the weekend. We'll stick with us. After the break, we'll have the latest in Queensland racing news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, uh, where we are bringing you the latest in Queensland racing news. Sam, just a quick recap. Where can we see you racing this weekend? So you won't see me anywhere today because I'm having the day off. Amazing. As we discussed earlier. However, I will be at uh, Doombin tomorrow. Got a nice little book of rides there and up at the Sunshine Coast to round off the week on Sunday. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. Well, we've got some upcoming changes to the Gold Coast um, track. We've got uh, the ones that were scheduled for February 10 and Saturday, February 17 um, on the Gold Coast. They've now been transferred to the poly track um, following last month's Magic Millions race day. Uh, The sand grooving um, took place on the course proper. Um, and has been approved to return to race programming at Aquas Park. Yeah, I've noticed the track down there this week, actually. They've um, done a little bit of remedial work on it after that millions meeting, and they're also in the process of putting up their lights so we can start the yeah. night races, which is very exciting for the club. That is very exciting indeed. So the, the racing will um, get back underway on the course proper on Saturday, February 24. And another announcement as well, the Jewel Race Day um, for 2024, the Queensland Jewel Race Day, um, hey, uh, will be on March 9. So 
just over what was it, a month ago, to be honest. Um, Isn't the year going fast it's going already? so fast. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? That's super exciting. It's super exciting. You'll be in that one, or Sam? I'll be there with bells on. Love it. Love it. Well, looking ahead to this weekend, racing does continue today. You've got the day off, Sam, but everyone else um, continues to ride at Rockhampton, up north at Rocky, and then tomorrow at Dooman, where we can see you racing. That's right. Then Aquas Park on the Gold Coast, Polytrack there, Townsville, and then the night meet at Toowoomba in the country, Miles and Nanango on Saturday. Then on Sunday, it all wraps up at the sunny coast where you'll be, Sam. That's right. I'll be there. I just want to make a little uh, shout out before we round up the show to um, Ben and Steph Thompson. Um, they've obviously headed off across overseas to Hong Kong, so we wish Ben all the very best. He's going to be um, a face that we'll miss in the jockey's room, yes. but we'll look to follow his career over in Hong Kong for the next month or potentially two months, um, you know, and how he goes over there is the utmost professional and I'm sure he'll, you know, take Hong Kong by the bull, bull horns. <laughs> by the horns. Oh, I love it. Or by the saddle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, by the saddle. Yeah, I love it. Well, best of luck to Tom and Steph there um, who do make the, the travel across the water. Now, uh, tune in next week. We'd love to hear from you here on the Queensland Hoop. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Happy racing, Sam. Best of luck. <laughs>